Hello everyone, I'm Lina Zarate, Content Strategist at Valtech. I'm here today with Mathieu Paradis, Director and Chief Designer of Client Experience at the National Bank of Canada and our own VP of Strategy and Experience Design, Anastasia Simitsis. Today we're going to talk about customer journey mapping and why it plays a key role in helping businesses improve the user experience, which is something that uh, companies must do in order to remain competitive today. You've probably heard the term customer experience a lot around the boardroom, but what exactly does it mean? and why is it important for your business? Businesses want to be more and more customer-centric and that means focusing on the customer experience. Uh, but you know, improving customer experience, it's about businesses uh, needing to understand how their customers um, think, feel, uh, what they do and, and finding ways and understanding that and finding ways to adapt the business processes and their products to better meet the customer's reality. So it's really doing it the other way around. And to achieve this, while well, businesses you know, to need, need to evolve on many levels and, and from redefining strategy to, to rethinking basically all operations and product development and service development. So today, what we want to focus the discussion on is uh, a great place to start when we're talking about customer experience is customer journeys. That's one one of the tools or activities that um, businesses can take on to embark on this journey of being more customer-centric in organization. And this is where I think having Mathieu here with us to discuss this as they've embarked on this big uh, client-centric transformation at the bank and using many techniques to in that journey, namely uh, customer uh, mapping as an exercise, um, I think is a really privilege to have you here. Well, thank you. I'm pleased to be here <laughs> with you um, guys and talk about this topic that I really liked. For us, our experience with customer mapping, uh, customer journey mapping, it's really the map itself, or the journey itself, is really kind of the end result of a, a full process of discovery and design of the experience really represent what could be the experience and it's a pragmatic visual way to support the storytelling of the experience so really it's important to to have this piece but it's also important that this piece is also supported by sound research a design exercise that bring you to this journey mapping so we use that a lot because that's an, an artifact right that's how that's how I call it um, previously in our past world of just customer experience theories and all this, there were no artifact about, okay, so what have we learned? What is the design of the experience and how we could bring that experience to life? So that the journey mapping encompass all of this, the vision, what you're solving, how you think you're going to measure that along the way, and what do you need in order to deliver and bring that to life? So to me, the journey is really kind of the best, one pager you can have about the experience could be multiple pager but um, obviously like when you stick to one representation mm -hmm. that's a powerful tool to support how you're gonna pass on the message of the experience throughout the organization how did you realize that it was a need for customer journey mapping we, we used to be a little bit more theoretical in the way we would talk mm -hmm. about customer experience and there were no supporting evidence or something that they could have a grasp on, on, you know, like it's a visual representation. So I saw that, well, a couple of years ago, like more and more of a trend in the market and elsewhere. 
and we said like, well, I'm I'm a visual person. I've used to do, to do a lot of art, and and to me that's the way I used to work. I was drawing kind of the journey of the process in order to figure out mm-hmm. what was the real behavior or things we were trying to deliver. That was my own personal way to understand things, projects, and all these things. I said, well, let's let's try it, and it actually works well because the whole process that brings you to customer journey mapping is a design process that is appealing to businesses like a bank because there are clear timelines, deliverables, and you know, like each test bring you to that end result. That is not a dead hand, is actually just the starting point of the project you're gonna get deliver and how the journey map itself is a, a very valuable and useful tool to bring people to together around the same idea uh, about customer experience and journey uh, that you're trying to deliver. So you're talking about this being like a tool that you know rallies people around mm-hmm. one objective, which is you yes. know trying to understand that customer truth or reality or moments of of, of in this life cycle with that product or service. This tool being something that's visual, which is you know most of us you know understand better when something is is put in a visual yep. format. And the other thing that you mentioned as well is, you know, telling that story. So it's like a storytelling tool as well. So it really combines, you know, that that power of bringing people to work together on a common objective and showing showing something concrete in a visual way and telling that story to really connect with the, the user, really the customer. And for me, I'm thinking, wow, like... We should be doing customer journey maps all day long and for all yeah. the products and services. But I'm curious now to know, how did you start? Well, what, what did you do? We, we had this challenge to actually convince our exec, top executives um, to um, give us time and money and, and let us do a little bit of work um, and prove our values. So we have a saying within the bank that says, uh, start with little money and little effort show that it brings value and then you're gonna get um, more money from it so you need to earn the right to spend that's like how we building your case yeah yes. exactly so yeah. You, you need to demonstrate the full value of what you're trying to accomplish so the way we approach it was really um, start with something that is already important on in the top priorities of the bank and show that the whole exercise we're suggesting to do or to embark on will um, not only bring value but be very helpful in order for them to achieve the success or the targets they already had in mind. So it's kind of applying your own knowledge of, of CX design and be um, very sensitive or sensible to your stakeholder priorities and what they're trying to accomplish in their own uh, work life. So we really had this discussion with them about, okay, so between this and this and this, what would you like, in, in which area would you, like, would you see us as being as a very helpful? So we picked one, we worked together in what could be the deliverables and how we could work with them. And then um, we kept them very close to us in, in order to, in some way, to pass on our learnings about clients along the way so that they see what was the whole process of mm-hmm. discovering, gathering a lot of information, putting everybody together, do some design thinking session in order to create and come up with that end result, which was the vision of the, the targeted experience. 
that is the result of all this work with we, we do within a couple of weeks. So, you know, that's how we worked. And because they were part of the, the whole process, they saw the, the end result and the value. So now they were, wow, that was amazing. That's the first time we actually got everybody's on board and it's the ride is so much smoother than when we actually start just with like business strategy and then try to deliver it and force it to customers. So basically they saw the whole value and they just wanted more. You started with one, right? <laughs> one that was seemed to be important for the bank and one that was you you sense that people that were on the project were open enough to, you know, you know, embrace a new way of, you know, bringing mm-hmm. insights in the projects, right? You want to, to bring on your natural allies, you know? Of that... course. And then you did one, you got some success, some traction, mm-hmm. and now you've done done several, right? Can you give us an idea of, like, for example, which customer journeys to this day have you started mapping out and had, you know, traction? And... Well, you know, there, there are a couple of, of these are, like, business secrets that we'll keep for us, but obviously, like... A lot of priorities in the banking is how do you acquire and engage clients along the way. So basically, that's that that was top priority. The whole world of the mortgages is and loans and all this is important. Investment. We decided to to to, to work on these um, top priorities. So, for example, area. the home buying process. You know, getting a mortgage. All that was one area of I think customer journey mapping for you guys. There was. Well, Something they acquire around. well acquiring new customers and engage them along the way. That so. Was another one. so research plays actually a huge role in the customer journey mapping process. Can you tell us a little bit more on you know what you've done, how do you approach it, um, who's involved in the process? I always keep saying that everybody should be part of the whole process, mm-hmm. but we have client strategy, the CX design, my team, and research that we work together. We call this like subgroup voice of customer so okay. we represent kind of the voice of customer altogether but we also need very early on at the beginning to connect with the line of business because obviously those are the guys who have PNL to to bring in and to to deal with so we need to make sure that we also connect a lot with what are the business objective mm-hmm. and challenges that they are facing right now they are usually the one also that um, knows a lot about the current reality of the the field right so they know what is working, what is not working. So we need to connect very early on with them, do a lot of um, interviews or stick, what we call stakeholder meetings to really like get the whole knowledge and information they have in their mind and just try to figure out what are the real pain points today, what are the opportunities we see, and then go even within branches, call centers, and just gather that that reality and have this reality check with the people that work very closely and one-on-one with clients and customers. So that's that's usually the first step, you know, you need to have, if you want them to be the strongest partner and often that they are the one who will be paying for the whole exercise and the, the, the end project. So you need to have them on board very early on in the process. Yeah, if you want to offer strategic support uh, with what you're doing, with your journeys, then you need to get the information from... Yeah, exactly. And then that's kind of one side of the whole process. But then, you know, that's where we complement this with research surveys we have done or that we are we can order white papers, competitors or competitive assessments, you know, all these kind of things. And then we bring the whole 
customer or client view. So we we do some research with uh, directly with customers, qualitative research, observation within branches, call centers, or even with people in the streets, right? So we we interview also non-clients because we it's not only our clients that we want to understand, it's also potential of prospective clients that we would like to acquire. So to have a very good mix of information in order to design a good um, journey and unveil opportunities, business opportunities, you need to be very careful and take care of that first step of discovery and gathering as much valuable information as possible. Can you share, and I know that that becomes very, you know, touchy because it's a very, when you discover these things, you know, these truths and these insights from customers, uh, it, it can be, be a big strategic play for you to redesign the experience. But is there anything that you can share today to show how first-hand research reshaped the way uh, you're thinking about a certain journey, for example? Well, as bankers, we, we really taught that people were concerned about um, any kind of financials or uh, finance matters early on in the process. That, you know, right from the beginning, they would wanted to know Am I going to be approved? Uh, how much money can I spend? And you know, we were really in into this mindset of, well, you cannot stop start shopping for a house if you don't have the right numbers in hand right away, right? And then, but then we discovered that especially first home buyers, they're much more emotional about this whole process of buying a house. They're really more into finding their dream home and finding someone or a tool that will guide them and help them do that specific task at that time. We just understood that our efforts would not be as successful as we would like it to be if we have that conversation too early in the process. So we needed to be more timely in the way mm -hmm. we present that, that information and that we needed to be more helpful in what was important for them if we want them to select us later on as their lender. So that was in our approach. We want them to be more engaged on the long term with us. So you got to almost change the conversation, basically. And obviously, you're not going to tell us the, the, the strategy here that you're taking, but that's, that's an interesting insight, meaning that you know sometimes you got to, you know, you have as a business an objective, you know, want to sell something, but... You know the way you approach it might turn off basically your customer, right? Mm -hmm. And and all all the efforts you're putting then yeah. are not successful. And, and, mm -hmm. and mapping all this in a journey helps you a lot understanding what are the different steps and natural behavior of customers and who are the influencers and like how can you position yourself and find the right places where you can start or like push a conversation or. Um, be helpful with clients so the journey mapping is really a powerful tool to do that that's really interesting because it, it shapes basically what kind of conversations what kind of topics what kind of interaction you should be having with the customer along his you know bigger journey which is in this case you were talking about acquiring a house or a, you know property so it, it makes you a better you know a better either a marketer a lender whatever you know business you are to, to understand that and instead of the other way around trying to push you know what you're trying to sell maybe in a way that just doesn't resonate with your with your customer mm -hmm. right starting with the customer journey that the top row is really what customers are doing what are their behaviors what mm -hmm. they're trying to accomplish when that is your starting point it changes the whole 
way you're conceiving your own work that you need to do yes. and way to connect with them. So yeah, it's it's just a scenario of kind of a the experience, right? The journey mapping. So you mentioned now the, the the first time research you did with customers, you know, using several techniques. You mentioned you know, maybe using other uh, forms of input data, you know, secondary mm-hmm. research, um, competitive ass- assessments, and all that. So yeah. this is a, like a lot of information, you yeah. know. So I'm I'm now curious to to hear you more about how did you tackle bringing all this together, you know, mapping this journey and telling the bigger story. What was your technique or your challenges, and you know, the way you address this. It, it is a, a challenge, right? And you need to have the right skilled people. And that's that's a huge challenge about being able to recognize what really matters in all this pile of information and like to extract it, summarize it, and connect it with all the other summary you have from different sources of information. So that's a, a, a big brain work and challenge that you need to to go through but you need to gather so many information and just like the style like the whole key information to 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 be able to present it to um your readers or viewers or whatever that that's almost the same thing we really wanted to, to to discover what is important take that and bring it into a storytelling that resonate with clients, but also with stakeholders to which you will present it. So that's 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 a challenging work, but that's also very interesting work. And the the best thing is when you put everybody together that have, has worked in um, with, with that data, and when you do a couple of design thinking session with them, then you have like all these these different perspectives, and then we just decide and and agree on what is the substantial um, meaning of this information and how we could reuse it. But so you say, okay, the biggest challenge is really once you have a lot of data, what do I keep? What do I discard? And then so this exercise that you just mentioned is as well with your stakeholders or just with your core group? This part of selecting and dissecting the data and deciding what to keep. Usually we do kind of a first pass just within our little group, right? Okay. And then usually like, Part of that summary, we bring it back to our like big stakeholder group within, let's say, a design thinking session where we present kind of the summary of our findings and then use them more in terms of let's try to con- conceptualize what could be the experience like coming from this. So that's kind of the second pass that we're going to take also the information coming from that session and then reshape a little bit what could be the experience and the final version of it. Sticking to what, yes, the customers obviously, because you're customer-centric, but also what the business objectives are, and then that's what will in the end drive you throughout your experience and your exercise. When when you know what what clients are trying to achieve, what are the behaviors, what are the goals, but also you keep in mind what is your what you're trying yourself as a business to accomplish. You know, like let's say I want to acquire this type of people because I think I want to upgrade them into this specific segments of clients or sell them this specific product. Well, you have to keep that in mind, but still let's say, okay, but that specific type of persona of, of segment, that's how they behave. That's their goal in life. So that, how can I just like use that and understand that better so that in the end they will by themselves decide to select or to, to buy my product or services. So it may also just reshape the 
the design of the product and the service, but then also the whole marketing conversation, the way you want to be useful. Sometimes it's it, it may be longer than just presenting. It may takes more time than just presenting the product or the service. Then you may need to have a, a much longer conversation with the clients in order for them to gain uh, trust in, in the organization, in you, and bring them along to that specific state of mind so that they are willing and receptive yes. for you to present that product or offer. Mm -hmm. Let's say after all that work and working first with your core group and then in extending that to mm -hmm. a bigger session with you know other stakeholders and getting that story or that mapping right, like what happens after you got this nice map? Is you mean that... the end process when it's finished? Yeah. Like, like, okay. But, but obviously, like, you know, before that, we kind of try to sketch it as early as possible. We'll try to sketch our concept uh -huh. and just, like, kind of test it against with a couple of people. If we have customers, like, we'll try it, just the concept, and see their reaction. Mm -hmm. Kind of uh, a one-on-one -on -one or, like, with a couple of people uh, test. But then when we get it, like, that's the end result of it, well, it... You, you need to present it, right? You need to take that and have this storytelling and tell them, okay, what's in this journey? And what are the key and important message, key moment that this experience will bring to, to, our, cust to our customers? And, you know, like tell them very right away what are so are the benefit, what we're solving as pain points or challenges we had as a business and how we see that um, coming to life. So we're also often suggesting on the second slice of the journey, a couple of releases or MVEs, like minimal viable experience we see, like, you know, like first release could be that, second mm -hmm. could be that, you know, like, so that they kind of have a vision of how we will get there. Okay, like kind of in phases, so you have time to optimize me. Also, like there's also terse learning refined between phases or releases or MVEs, right? So one, okay. two, three, but then it's still consistent with the target you had in mind at the, right at the beginning. It may just evolve and change a little bit, obviously, because the environment or things may, may change. But at, at least they see that it's still like part of your target and you're still like, um, like getting there. So you keep your focus on what you're trying to deliver. So that is key. But you kind of need to go on a roadshow, like to, to be honest. You, you need to, to make sure you have, you have, you're part of the right forum. And, but usually what we want to do is we really like to try to do a kind of an open house when we're done. And within a big room, we kind of like put on the wall all, all the artifacts that were part of each step, you know, like what we have discovered at the beginning, what was kind of pieces of information, almost like an, an exhibit in a, I wouldn't say in a museum, but in an interactive kind of exhibitions. So that's what we do, right, you know, and we kind of bring people along and tell them, okay, that's what we've done, that's what we unveiled, and here is the, the end result. So usually what I like is just to be impactful, is print out, like, in a huge format the journey, so, like, you know, I can, in reality, walk them through. So I'm just, like, taking them uh -huh. by the hand, and I'm, it's not just, like, a presentation on a PowerPoint. I can basically physically walk them through the journey. So that, that is, we try that and mm -hmm. it worked super well. It's kind of an event, you know. So that that is interesting. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're trying also now to film a little bit the experience. So it, it is more self-exploratory. Right now, you always need someone that is next to the journey to walk you through and explain or summarize what's in there. 
But then when you have other media, like a kind of visual movie storyteller or whatever. That helps people immerse themselves in that yeah. customer reality, right? Because yeah. what I'm understanding from what you're saying is that today you need somebody who's been part of that process, that research to kind of tell the story. Because yeah. the map it itself, yes, it is. And you can read through it, but it is still a lot of information, right? Mm -hmm. So you still need somebody to tell the story. Exactly. Right? And so now you're thinking of different ways to maybe complement the storytelling. It's not only you or the people from your team that can tell a story, but it can still live in, yeah. in other shapes or forms. That's it's good. easier to also distribute. share yeah. and distribute. My, my goal would be that we have this room as a permanent room, right? I, I would call it the like, customer room where, where we, you, That's people great. can even walk by themselves and, and sit down in kind of a little booth where they can see the little movies about they select the experience they wanted to see and they could just like have that and immerse themselves in, in the world of the clients, you know. And we would have like artifacts or different understanding and discovery we've made on our clients. I think is, is super important as an organization because you need a central physical place. Uh, it's It can only be digital. You need to experience it physically and You know, it's a, it's a human business, so just keep that in a no paper, no, or just digital world. Virtual world doesn't bring so much emotion, and you want to be there to tell a story. You want to have this mix of things. I find it really interesting, this idea of, you know, building this, I don't know, customer room you were mentioning and trying to better build that connection with customers, because yeah. not everybody has the chance to participate in the research, and we know, like, You know, when you're actually there and hearing it firsthand, it does affect, you know, yep. you always remember it. There are powerful moments. So how can we create more of those powerful moments of connection and empathy? So then you're better, you better know how to do your business, right? What advice would you have to give to customer journey mapping newbies? People that have heard a lot about it, and I think it's a very hot and trending topic. Uh, what are your key, you know, secrets or, you know... Top advice you would have to give. Again, you want me to share more secrets? Yes. We love, we love, we love, you know, getting into the behind the scenes secrets oh, of your um, success. Well, I'd say it's, I'd say it's, it's not really a secret, but we, we, you, you need to be pragmatic about how you select the type of journey or experience you want to map out. And those needs to be helpful. You don't want to end up having a full work or 12 weeks of work end up on a shelf because hmm. not because it's not good work it may be amazing you may have unveiled like tremendous like opportunities opportunities business opportunities but maybe it wasn't the right partner because you need to be sensitive to what they're trying is it, is it the right partner are they in the right mindset is it, do they feel it's gonna be useful for them So when it's not widely accepted within the bank that it's uh, an organization that it's the way to work, you know, that you need to start with the experience and then you deliver an experience, not only a project, you know, you decide what are the projects that will enable that experience. When it's not widely spread out the organization, you will have to be pragmatic and do that effort and find who could be your best ambassador for this. Because there will be the next best thing and people mm -hmm. have their sometimes own agenda, which is completely normal. And that's part of the thing. But then what we are bringing is the customer agenda on the table. And I think this 
depolitize kind of a little bit the conversation but then you need to have like people that are willing to do that and find allies within the organization to work basically. yeah exactly like so let's choose, let's choose wisely and do the right amount of work what yeah. you're saying basically yeah so right? that well both sides have success that would be a, a main takeaway and and then build on that success exactly and then you will find another one mm -hmm. and you know these people will become ambassadors that will bring on board other partners and it's part of a transformation a cultural transformation it's not only just task or little like things that you do on the side it's part of the much bigger uh, organization-wide transformation so Well, thank you. Thank you both for being here. It's interesting to learn about customer journey mapping and how businesses can uncover uh, surprises or insights. Thank you. Pleasure.